to Hustle Skirt. So today I am excited about my particular guest today because we have a lot of history together. But I want to welcome you to all to Hustle Skirt, the show that brings you economic equity for everyone every day with your host, Deborah Gould. Well, let me say it this way. I am Deborah Washington Gould, president and CEO of Deborah Gould and Associate Inc., a management consulting and performance management business founded in 1996, based in New Orleans, Louisiana. So I want you all to check me out on my website, www.gouldassoc.com. That's ghoulassoc.com, where you will learn more about my company services in professional services of training, facilitating, executive coaching, management consulting. So again, www.gouldassoc.com. So let me say a little bit more, just to give you a little uh, overview of Hustle Skirt. The concept focuses on the entrepreneur mindset, community activists, business advocacy, small business advocacy, minority advocacy. It is here for you to actually see ordinary, extraordinary people doing extraordinary things, whether or not pursuing opportunities, succeeding in various settings in construction service, professional services, other and good services, or however they are showing up each day as C hire executives and nonprofit organizations. So it gives me great pleasure to introduce to someone who has been a part of my support system for many, many, many years. I am with pride, proud to introduce you to Frances Smith Dean. She currently lives in the Texas uh, state of Texas. However, our history goes far back from knowing each other from the great city of New Orleans in the state of Louisiana. So with that being said, all I ask my listening audience to get ready to hear more about this extraordinary woman because I'm going to hit her with a couple of questions. As you know, my mantra, economic equity for everyone every day. So the, the thread of our questions will pretty much cover information in these questions to learn more how I like to promote and introduce you to what others are doing extraordinary in their particular area around economic equity. Because there's a huge difference between equality and equity. And we don't want to get it twisted, twisted ever, ever. So with that being said, I'm being very particular about the guests that I bring to my show because they really know that difference. So with that being said, please help me welcome my guest, Frances Smith-Dean. Let me tell you something about her credential. I just share what's personal and our nurturing and kind relationship. 
but I want you to really know who this woman is. She's awesome. A native of New Orleans, Francis is the executive director of the Zing Z-I-N, Wesley Holmes Jr. Community Outreach Center, a nonprofit located in Dallas, Texas. Please help me welcome my dear listeners who follow Hustle Skirt Podcast, Francis. Hello, friend. Hi, Deborah, and thank you so much for this opportunity. First of all, I want to say congratulations on this great podcast and how you're empowering the masses. Um, it needs to, this, this I look at as an educational tool for so many people who are left out of the main um, frame of opportunity. And I wanna just say that please continue because we're in this fourth industrial revolution and many people will be left out, but your podcast will bring education, and preparedness to the masses. So thank you for this opportunity. Well, thank you for the privilege of your time, Francis. You know, as I uh, designed this particular uh, podcast, and I think often about so many people in the business communities that have wonderful talents, and when you're seeking, whether it's um, corporate or whether it's uh, public contracts, I find myself as an advocate to be the voice that they really can't say what services and products that they have to offer. They're just good at what they're doing. However, they really get uh, left out of the mainstream of opportunities and to build that uh, generational wealth for the next but generation. Let me say here, Deborah, you've been on the front line for years. I remember with the city of New Orleans, you have been on the front line fighting for opportunity with the contracts, with the airport, with the city. Uh, you name it, you've been on that front line. And time and time again, it was your voice that was heard. Nobody else's, they were in the background. They got the opportunity. I remember they got the opportunities where you gave the voice. So, so much is owed to you because you were out there really, really, really uh, standing for what was right. And most people can't do that. Deborah, guys, is a woman of courage. You, got, you, you have to know her story. See, I know the backstory. So you have to know the story in order to understand why she gets the glory because she was there. She was there when nobody else was there. She was saying things that that people didn't want to hear but had to hear. She was bringing to light truth. And a lot of people just didn't want to hear that truth. But I'm going to give you your kudos, Deborah. It's because of what you went through that made me realize something different. And that's why when I went to Texas, I saw things differently. You understand what I'm saying? But it was your, it was your, a lot of your experiences, a lot of what you were saying, a lot of what you were pushing for, that just made me see things a little bit differently on how uh, we need to tackle the problem. Um, and what happens is, I, I tell my, I tell my folks in the nonprofit area, teamwork makes the dream work. 
please, if you don't take anything away today, take this. If you don't have a team, if you don't have that infrastructure, you can't get those contracts. See, Deborah was out there. She was really a solo. She was solo, to be honest with you, because people were in the back rooms doing what? She was being vocal while people were in the back rooms cutting the deals. And so they got the what? They got the, the lion's share. She was viewed as what? A, a loud mouth troublemaker. Francis allowed me to troublemaker too. But here's what I did learn. I learned if I don't assemble the right team of people to work with me and, and help me move this forward, it was going to be challenging. It was going to be challenging. And so that's what Deborah taught me. Deborah taught me that now she has a great team, a team of people, team of a network, a team of support. But when I'm telling you when the lion's share of that money started getting divided now, I'm not talking crumbs. Am I telling the truth? You're I'm telling talking the truth. Speak yeah. your truth. Hey, I'm talking when the line, when the million dollar, five million dollar contracts got divided. Deborah might have got something, but she didn't get the lion's share. You understand what I'm saying? And so I realized from those experiences, you know, as an entrepreneur in New Orleans, that mm, how do we approach this? Yes, we tell the truth. Yes, I've done the same thing. Heard a lot of feelings, stepped on a lot of toes, could care less. You understand? But I did realize I had to have some infrastructure. And infrastructure, here's what I mean. I had to have some people inside on the team who could help me move move the goalposts forward and who yes. didn't mind playing with me on the team. You see what I'm saying? Everybody who's in the room who says they with you, they're not really with you. They're with you for themselves. They're not with you for the team. And so um, those are some crucial things. And Deborah and I were in the investment club and I say this all the time, we were a team. So she knew, Deborah and I, remember PLS? Our yes. group was a team. We were the, we, we two things, our investment club and PLS, were, we, we thrived. We rose above the case. Why? Because every member, and we used to have meetings in her garage, every member on the team, they showed up, they did their work, and they, and they what? They brought value. And so as a result, we were a group who was so cohesive because we knew how to work as a team. I'm glad you brought that up, Francis, because that was in the early 90s. And Correct. the reason why we became a part of that PLS, because you had already had the brainchild idea of pulling us together to brainstorm and sessions. And because you were the financial wealth guru, you were a teacher and we were the right. students. Right. And, and your assignment, you would give us particular stocks to Correct. follow in certain industries. And, and I still we would come back to the table, we right. had done our homework and we That's would right. vote. And there was a uh, consensus that everybody, right. the majority was interested in this particular industry, whether it was not, whether it was pharmaceutical, whether right. or not it was in energy, but Correct. we did our homework to make informed decisions. 
And so you introduce us into really financial. And I'm going to segue into something that you are doing powerfully, not just in Dallas, Texas, and the way you have touched others. Frances Smith Dean, a visionary, she created the, the finance educator. She helped students when she was in the education field as a math teacher. The number of schools that she was blessed and to be a blessing to so many students that you had actually taken them to the New York Stock Exchange. You were actually teaching generation of how to invest. But so I want you to say something about that, because, again, the whole program of Hustle Skirt Podcast is about economic equity for everyone every day. So if you will engage my listening audience just for a few um, minutes, Francis, about taking us back to your days of as a math professor, uh, teaching young people, then you were saying, okay, I got a good uh, niche here. However, the parents and uh, fellow teachers and other professionals, Mm. how you had a vision and a purpose-driven woman that you are to introduce so many people in your network that was the, uh, the birth of finance educated not, that is now global. And I want you to also say something to our listeners, Francis, around your social media presence around your particular group and what you're doing with the Black Monies Matter so speak to your brilliance around the financial when you introduce myself and others in your network, how you bless your students. And then if you can say something, uh, share with the world about mm-hmm. the Black uh, Monies Matter. So thank you, Deborah. So uh, let me start. It was 1999, where Dr. Patricia Harris was the Dean of Business at the time. She was one of my professors in management and economics. Right, so Dr. Harris, I taught her her daughter's music. I taught her daughter's uh, piano. I never knew that. That was part of our past. At Southern University at New Orleans, she was my professor in management. Right. Dr. Patricia Harris in economics, Money, money management. Right. And so she she came to the house, you know, to pick up the girls and she said, Francis, I want you to be a part of this program. It was first called Hibernia Money Matters. Why? Because Hibernia Bank sponsored it and gave them their first 50000 to do two things. One, to teach high school students about the stock market careers, careers like analysts and things like that. But also Southern University had a program where Southern taught a small group of uh, Stephen Dash, Alfred, um, Alfred Liggins was a mentor. Ed Shanklin was a student and Gloucester was a student. Uh, Leo, they were all students. So what happened, um, uh, this started because of equity and inclusion. And let me tell you, because we have to go back to RTA, to Amalgamated Transit Union amalgamated, uh, Hillary Moore was on the pension board at the time, and there were no Blacks managing money. 
So this triggered Southern University to get what, involved with Dr. Patricia Harris. Then Dr. Harris said, we need to bring it to the high school. So it was really, it wasn't for math teachers. It was for teachers who taught free enterprise and business. But she said, she came to the house, she said, Francis, you're the only person I know who invests in stocks. I need you to be a part of our program. She said, and you are all the person I know who's really made a lot of money from stock investing. So I said, but I'm a math teacher. She said, yeah, I know you're a math teacher. She said, but I know if you go there, we're going to be successful. So long story short, had the, the teachers from the seven schools, and they were just ordinary urban schools. That was Abramson, Reed, Carver, um, Landry, Kennedy, John McDonough, and one more school that I'm, oh, McDonough 35. So we were going to have you fast forward so you can really share with the audience how you are still brilliantly in that vision and your mission with the Black Monies Matter. Because I want you to be able to have a place where people can contact you and how to find you and get involved in what you're doing. Okay, so fast forward. We went through training. Um, I happened to be selected to go to the New York Stock Exchange as a teacher. And uh, Dick Grasso, who was the chairman, mentored us for a week. Um, My students won first place at Abramson. So I got a lot of notoriety guys. Fast forward from there, um, I started investment clubs with my friends. Deborah was one of them. Started some why to start empowering people on learning how to invest. Then fast forward with there, I became a registered investment advisor for the city of New Orleans. So I managed about 32 million, oversee 30, helped grow $7 million portfolio to about 32 million of city workers. Fast forward with that. I lose the book of business. Katrina comes. Okay. Get to Dallas. Guess what? We lost everything, but we knew how to what, trade. So in knowing how to trade and invest, that's what helped, survive, helped us survive for a while. Fast forward. Then I started networking. So I realized networking locally wasn't going to just get it. I had to do international stuff. So Network International became a Leadership America fellow, went to Dubai, was able to talk to the chief economist of the country in the UAE. Um, Dr. Sadate was able to ask the questions about quantitative easing. Then I realized I got an epiphany, Deborah. I realized our folks were going to be left behind because what was about to come, this economic storm that was about to come, we had to become more vigilant on the front line. So like people like yourself, then I just started educating. I started teaching black folks about cryptocurrency. I started teaching about the stock market options and now you know we're doing futures. So for people, I want you to realize that there are some resources and tools out there that you can get a hold of. Now, I'm gonna bring you to the first resource that's free and that's gonna be the Zan Wesley Holmes Junior Community Outreach Center. 
and that's zwhjcoc.org. That's and our Say website. the full name once again, Francis, for our audience. It's going to be Zan, Z-A-N, Wesley Holmes, Jr., Community Outreach Center. We're in partnership with the Dallas Independent School District, and our mission is to create self-sustaining pathways out of poverty for young people and families living in Dallas. But really, we have, we have gone beyond Dallas to other states where other people sort of uh, connect with us. We That's provide free online training. So when, if you're on our mailing list, you're going to hear about when we do things about taxes for small businesses. You're going to hear about things when we deal with cryptocurrency or when we're dealing with volatility in the stock market. So these are things that we teach for free, no charge, but it, it's a safe place. We, we try to create a safe place for people to be able to come ask questions so that you can know that you can bounce ideas off of us. So that's the so, first thing. So let me ask you this, Fran. Uh -huh. Is there a website for Zen Wesley Homes and Homes H-O-L-M-E-S? Correct. Zen Wesley Homes Junior Community Outreach Center. Is there a website or yeah. your social media handles is there i know there's other things you're doing on facebook live but right. is there a place before you move fast forward to some of the stuff about the black money mat, uh, matters is there a website and folks want to reach out and learn about some of these resources and services that you're mentioning now yeah so um what zan was to him the website is z like in zebra, W like in wash, H like in house, J like in jam, coc.org. But if you look, you know, if you look it up, you'll see we'll come up on um, Google. You know, yeah, Google. You can Google us. Okay. Now there's a school, but there's the center. And so you'll see the, the, the website. Okay. Um, okay. Also, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram also. And we, okay. we have a YouTube channel. So in the YouTube channel is just Z-W-H-J-C-O-C. -C. Okay, so that's our YouTube channel. Then um, I have my own business, which is the Financial Educator LLC. I do have a website. And the best way to get in touch, to link to my stuff is going to be through Facebook is Francis Smith, the Financial Educator, LLC. So when you do that, I'll come up, you could click, and then you'll see my content, my website, stuff like that, okay? Um, also, um, I look at it like this, Deborah, um, and that's why I'm really happy to be here and a part of what you're doing because what you're doing is necessary. A lot Thank of you people, for that positive feedback and validation. Thank you. Yeah, what you're doing is necessary. And what I want the audience to understand is this. We need each other. And now we have to get with people who are serious, not with people who are just dead weight. You're going to get have to get with people who are serious about helping move the ball. 
because of the economic times that we're in and how things are changing. So I'm trying to empower people about two things. One, your credit score. And we have a campaign going on, let's beat the metric. If you look at credit scores in the Black community compared to everybody else, we are consumers. And so now we need to just get serious about our credit scores. And number two, I'm trying to bring awareness around accumulating assets, be it silver, gold, stocks, um, real estate, business. Um, We have to begin to accumulate assets. Without it, we're going to continue to have negative network. And we have to start now thinking about the generational wealth we need to build for our generations to come. Brilliantly said. Thank you. And and I hope those two things, I know you're already walking in your faith and Mm -hmm. making that happen. And pardon me for that. I was just about to click on do not disturb and it caught me anyhow. Sorry about that, friend. That's that's okay. So with that being said, in our black and brown communities, that is so key. Both of those things. Number one, that credit. Mm-hmm. and really addressing that wealth piece. Um, we can't, I always tell people, even as a 27-year business owner, as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. I've been there in both situations that you just made reference of, and sometimes it's hard for that access uh, to capital because yeah. those things stand in the way. And you know, I, always, I always say to banks, I know my numbers look ugly in black mm-hmm. and white, but talk to me and, and understand what it is that I'm trying to do. I don't say that I, I have the liability. Right now, mm-hmm. I'm just experiencing a little, a temporary liquidity issue. Well, well here, Deborah, I want to give your audience this. I'm the uh, co-chair of Project Reach Dallas. That's what the U.S. Treasury Department of the OCC. And in my role right now, I work with the banks. I work with the banks that are regulated under OCC. And our goal is to develop programs now to allow access. One of the programs that the state of Louisiana has that we have in Texas is the Special uh, Small Business Credit Initiative. The state of Louisiana just received funds. Now, the only thing, I don't know the banks that received those funds and is for black and brown communities. And they will take into consideration credit scores and things like that. That special credit is to give access to capital, okay? I will send you information, but Louisiana did receive some funding on this special credit initiative through the U.S. Treasury Department. Okay. Texas has received theirs and we're starting our campaign this month at the colleges. So in Houston, I'll be kicking off a campaign at University of Houston Community College. And um, we're working with Texas Southern as well as PV. Why? Because we want our entrepreneurs in those communities to have access to capital. And, but you can't do what you don't know. So you, this, this podcast was so timely because why? 
you will be able to help so many small business owners um, get that access to capital. Um, and, and a good part of my motivation is one, it's like you and I would talk mm -hmm. and you're someone in my network and it will be selfish of me to, to not allow folks in my network around me, whether that's just 200 people, Deborah and Francis talking one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. And when you give it to me, it may branch out to maybe 200 people in my network. But mm -hmm. there's still a level of selfishness that I'm not sharing your resources, your talent, your services to folks globally that at any time, they may listen to this at 4 a.m. in the morning, 11 p.m. at night, or 9.30 in the morning, and truly been blessed by this uh, guest interview with Francis Smith-Dean, because they're going to either digest it all, like their mind is like a sponge, mm -hmm. or they'll just take bite-sized pieces and say, this works for me. I just, this is another reminder of two things that I need to work on. One is the credit and maybe go back and listen to this particular interview multiple times until I connect with Ms. Frances Smith-Dean. Mm -hmm. Then I would have blessed a lot of people beyond just my network. Mm -hmm. So I like to think what you're doing and what I'm doing, our lives, our lives are on purpose. We are Ordinary women doing extraordinary things to be obedient and to serve and understand what our purpose are here on earth and be of service to others. So I appreciate you. I, I, before we come to a close in our interview today, Francis, there's one other piece I'd like to have you mention in this segue mm -hmm. on the uh, the. Face well, the Facebook uh, live, or you have a group of right. Black Monies Matters. Right. I mean, you've been yeah. doing that probably <laughs> 10 plus years, but I'm sure maybe globally people are aware of it. But I want you to use this platform okay. to inform my listening audience so they can uh, jump on board. Would you be so kind to share, take a few minutes to share? Well, we again, someone invited me to be the administrator of Black Money Matters, Colette Perkins and Lawrence Green and CJ. So they invited me because they said that our community needed educators. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they said, Francis, we want you to take the lead. We're going to create the group. So I did. I took the lead and I try to educate our community based on different paths that you could begin to build wealth from starting. But here's what, here's what people have to realize. They got to start, you know. It's easy to sit back and complain, but you really have to start with something. It's the little foxes that was spoiled divine. And when we don't start with something, that holds us back. So if you kind of type in Black Money's, Black Money's Matters, you could see, and then I'm an administrator. We kind of uh, look at you, but put Deborah Gould's. You heard it on Deborah Gould's show. And it is a private group. Why? Because we want people who are serious about building wealth in the group. And we just put out 
certain educational things that you need to be aware of. Like recently, I put out liquidity crisis. Do you have money <laughs> stored outside the bank? You understand? We give terms about deflation and inflation, just little segments, so little bite-sized pieces so you can read it and understand it. And be able Thank to you for sharing that with our audience. So mm -hmm. as we come to wrap up to, uh, this program and this interview, which I believe was just excellent, Francis, and thank you so much. So to my audience, you've had a lot of resources shared with you and how you can reach out to Francis Smith, Dean, D-E-A-N, and we've often heard Smith spelled so many ways, depending on the geographical <laughs> area. So it's S-M-I-T-H dash D-E-A-N. Francis Smith Dean is my guest today on Hustle Skirt. And so as we close out today's show, just like to remind you, the objective is to empower you to speak up, embrace change in your own vision, mission, and purpose. Get fired up with your passion. You've just heard an excellent interview with Francis, but I want you to do this for me. Make sure to visit our website where you can hear more about this particular interview at Persistent Lane. And that website is www.persistentlane.com where you can subscribe to my show in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Player FM, Podchaser, and Podbean apps. So you will never miss a show. There's other things that, again, you can go to my YouTube, Positive Persistent, as well as you'll see a number of things on my social media handles. But I would like to have you first go to the website, www.persistentlane.com, persistentlane.com. So, and when you add it, please, just give me a rating on iTunes and just simply tell a friend that you are able to listen to Hustle Skirt Podcast with my guest, Francis Smith Dean. You're listening to the Hustle Skirt, the show that brings you economic equity for everyone every day with your host, Deborah Gould. And one more time to my guest, Francis. Is there any particular resource and website that you would like to direct my audience to as the last closing remarks? Well, I would like to direct your audience to the financialeducatorllc.com. Um, and I might not have that all right, but if you reach out to me on Facebook, Francis Smith, the financial educator, I'll send you the link to my website which my daughter did, and I'm so proud of her. <laughs> so. You know I love you. I love Thank you, you for the value and privilege of your time today. I hope you had fun. I, I hope this was a good platform for you to share what you're doing worldwide. 
Take care, Francis. Until we meet again, make yourself a great week on purpose. You do the same. And thank you. And congratulations. Thank you, Fran. Okay.